It's amazing what a spark can do. Just a little spark. The breath of God, the fire of God that takes hold in your life. Child of God, there's a spark, a word that God wants to release in your life today. One that will cause you to burst forth with the glory of God. Are you ready? Do you desire that spark? Will you reach out and let God have his way in your surrender today? There's a word, and God's about to bring it right to you. Are you ready? Are you ready for that word? I am. I am ready for the spark of God to to just cause a fire in my soul. I want to speak to you today on the subject of whose hope of glory. It comes from Colossians chapter 1, verses 26 through 29. It says, Even the mystery which hath been hid from ages and from generations, but now is made manifest to his saints, to whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory, whom we preach, warning every man and teaching every man in all wisdom that we may present every man perfect in Christ Jesus, whereunto I also labor, striving according to his working, which works in me mightily. Glory to God. I love that passage. Christ in you. You know, this was hidden from men. It was hidden from the generations. It was a mystery, but now it's revealed. The revelation of the ages, the discovery that dwarfs every other discovery, the revolutionizing power of God in the earth today, the factor that changes the spirit of religion and the character of the of our faith. It is the divine power, the divine revelation, the divine life. Jesus is not afar off, but it is Christ in you. The world lived in darkness for years, for thousands of years, the world lived in darkness without electricity. There was just as much electricity in the world in the Middle Ages as there is now. The power that runs your light, that runs your stove, that runs your air conditioner has always been here on this earth. It didn't just come into being. Somebody didn't just invent electricity. It was always available. But men had to discover how to use it. Are you ready for this word? God's plan wasn't to die on a cross so that I could be free. There was more to it than that. God's plan wasn't to defeat death, hell, and the grave so that we might live forever. There was more to it. God's plan wasn't to rise from the grave so we could celebrate on Resurrection Sunday. Saints of God, there was much more to it. God's plan wasn't even for Jesus to ascend into heaven and be seated at the right hand of God. There was more to the plan. You see, God had a plan. Jesus had a purpose. And that purpose was Christ in you. That is the hope of glory. 
Some read it when it says the hope of glory and they think, they think somehow there's a hope of glory. The, the hope of glory is Christ in me and so I'm gonna somehow have hope or glory. Jesus didn't do all that he accomplished so that you could be glorified. The hope of glory, the hope of heaven, the hope of God, the plan, the purpose, the goal, it was and it is Jesus Christ in you. Christ in you to reveal himself to you, to reveal himself through you, to reveal himself in you. Ephesians 1 and 17 says that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Did you catch that? Unto you. The eyes of your understanding be enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints and what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us who believe according to the working of his mighty power which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principalities and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. And he hath put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church. Hang on to your seat now, which is his body, the fullness of him, that fills all in all. What would happen if God's people begin to realize that we are the tangible, living, pulsating body, flesh and bones and blood and brain of Jesus Christ? God manifested through you. God is endeavoring to accomplish his will for the world through you. Jesus Christ is not operating simply through you. He is not operating independent of you. That's through you. We are one with Christ, united with God by his Holy Spirit. That is the divine secret of the Christian life, Christ in you. When God wanted to invade the earth, he chose you. When God wanted to heal the sick, he chose you. When God wanted to set the captive free, he chose you. Get this now. All that Jesus did was to prepare the way. His birth, his life, his death, his resurrection, his ascension were all accomplished so that God's plan and purpose could be done, which is Christ in you. You can pass all the laws you want. You can create all the doctrines that, that man can devise. You can force restrictions until there are so many of them that we get lost in the maze. And still, the world is lost until they find Christ in you. There is no substitute. We must lose ourselves. We must sacrifice everything. We must die to live. We must lose to gain. The spirit of man becomes joined to Christ or there is no hope of real Christian manifestation. Everything that has been done and everything that has brought us to this point are only the preliminary process to this one thing, Christ in you, that man may reveal Jesus Christ, 
that God may take residence in you, that your spirit, your soul, and your body would come into relationship with God. God works, and his purpose in us is to bring everything in us, all the conditions of our life, into harmony with his will and his mind. The Holy Spirit didn't come to destroy you. He's not making robots. The Holy Spirit desires to change you, to energize you, to enlarge you, all of you, until you become the nature and substance and quality of God, that the world may taste and see through you the power of God. God wants you to receive the Holy Spirit, Christ in you. Paul said in Acts 17, 27, that they should seek the Lord, if happily they may feel after him and find him, though he is not far off from every one of us. For in him we live and move and have our being, as certain also of your own poets have said, for we are his offspring. Oh, glory to God. Saints, we have been born of God. We have received the life of God. We have Christ in us. In him we live and move and have our being. We have received the Holy Spirit. Now use the Spirit for God's glory. Man was made in God's image, marred by sin, shaped by iniquity. We lost our identity. We lost our relationship. We lost our purpose. But God, the purpose of God is not to save us and leave us as we are. God wants to bring out the real man in the image of Christ, the real man with the knowledge of God, the real man changed until our very substance is the substance of God. That is the only way that man can have fellowship with God, Christ in you. That is the hope of glory. Redemption is bringing out Christ in you until Christ in you is the one manifested. To reveal Christ in you until through you the Father is seen as he was seen in Christ. Through your eyes, through your touch, through your voice, not a power or a life separate for yourself, but two lives made one, two natures conjoined, two minds operating as one, Christ in you, God's nature, his working, his action, his transforming power through the Holy Spirit is in you. Child of God, grab hold of that. Hang on to that. This is a word that's going to change your life. It is Christ in you. I want you to listen to what Jesus prayed in John chapter 17. In verse 11, he said, and now I am no more in the world, but these are in the world. And I come to thee, Holy Father, keep through your own word, those whom you have given me, that they may be one as we are. Listen to that. This is Jesus praying. And he said, look, I'm not in the world anymore but the Holy Spirit's coming. There's coming a day when my people, when my saints are gonna be filled and they're gonna become one as we are one, as Christ and the Father are one. He goes on in verse 18 and he says, and you have sent me into the world, even so I send them into the world. In verse 22 he says, and the glory which you gave me, I have given them, that they may be one, even as we are one. I in them, Christ in you, and you in me, that they may be made perfect in one, and that the world may know that you have sent me and have loved them as you have loved me. Are you catching this? 
In verse 26, he prays. This is Jesus praying still. He says, and I have declared unto them your name, and I will declare it, that the love wherewith you have loved me may be in them, and I in them, Christ in you. You know, today Christians are stumbling in the dark every day when there is power dwelling in them beyond our imagination. They are doubting and fearing and wondering where Jesus is, if Christ is here, if God is here. Will you just for a moment stop and be quiet, be still, and know that he is God, that Christ is in you. Give him a chance to reveal himself. He's there. We must move from faith to knowing, to realizing, to a consciousness of his presence. We must go on from that awareness to the releasing of the power of God in our life, permitting the grace of God that is in you to flow through your hands, through your nerves, through your voice. Let the river flow to release the anointing that is in you, the presence of God, Christ in you. Glory to God. Some of the greatest works of God are still subject to our flesh. You know, we look upon the cross of Calvary and the resurrection and we go, oh, the glory of what God did. But folks, all of that was done. It was completed so that the greater works of God might be done. Jesus said, greater works than I do, you will do. The greatest works of God are still to be done and they are subject to us. We must surrender our flesh to the work of God, our hands, our voice, our mouths, our bodies, to the work of God. He does not only live in your spirit, it is Christ in you, conjoined with you, one with you. He lives in your body, in your flesh, in your mind, and in your soul. Today, I'm just saying, don't imprison Christ in you. Let him out. Let him live through you. Let him manifest through you. Let him flow through you. What the church needs right now is to take hold of is that hope of glory, that which God had determined to that would be the, 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 the defining edge of his work, and that is Christ in you, released in you. Will you do that today? Will you let the hope of glory just take hold of you, pour through you, and let the world see what God can do in a yielded vessel today? I got to say this right now. Zion is calling you to a higher place. A higher place to stand upon the mountain. Oh, and magnify his holy name. To tell all the people, glory to God. I can feel his presence right there where you are. Right here where I am. Hallelujah. Zion, Zion is calling you to a higher place. The hope of glory wants to be released all right now it becomes your highest praise when all that I am responds to who he is Christ in you the hope of glory God bless you church God bless you just to know you 
Thank you, Jesus.